friends tonight's our night day 60 bars closed bars closed with every beginning comes an end tahoe is sitting here quietly on the floor like a dog rug very cool i'm in the crow's nest and uh i'm happy to report that it's in kind of perfect order even the lamp the lamp that was missing if you guys remember me fumbling in the dark is here and made it out of the garage and found a matching lampshade from amazon that found the adapter that made the lampshade work that found the right bulbs that were the right color that found its way here that i could see everything i looked down and there were two power cords ready and available for me to plug in all my stuff easily somebody did that for me me I knew that my task cam would turn on no matter what, because uh, you just, every time you plug it in new, it does, and when it turns off, you take it out for 30 seconds, 15 to 30 seconds, plug it back in, and it works every time. Not a mystery. I, let's see what else is kind of, I, you know, I actually am sitting here with a hot cup of tea. I am warm. <laughs> it is anywhere from, let me just double check and give you the exact right temperature right now, so I don't make a liar out of me here, people. Where are we at? Weather. What is the temperature here in Story, Wyoming at the moment? Last I checked, it was, well, last I checked, I think it was about the same. So minus eight degrees here in, oh, minus nine. All right, so we're making progress. Minus nine degrees. I am toasty warm here in the crow's nest and throughout the house. The new heating systems came in just in time. Uh, you can guess. I read the manual. <laughs> There's so much cool stuff to learn in the manual. And once again, maintenance required. You have to maintain things when you buy them. I'd, well, who would have thunk? They seem so self-contained. Oh, they're kicking out heat. And they have a feature that I would have never known about. You can add a little water, and it's humidifier with the heat. I would have not known that without the manual. So there's that. Um, so warm, uh, you know. I actually have notes the first time I went ahead, and you know what, I'm going to minimize the recording. I'm going to bring up my notes. I have a show structure. Let me just have a sip off of my tea while I pull up my show structure. Look at me all and get, get it together. Let me put on my glasses. I'm turning 50 February 5th. and. My perfect eyesight left me a few years ago. All right, so today's show I broke up into, by the way, any, any and all of you that are still with me through this whole thing, um, thank you, really, truly, from the bottom of my heart. I have not looked at stats or, you know, anything like that. I, you know, it's just not been the way, but um, that's cool. Thank you. All right, so fun facts is I wrote down some fun facts for day 60. I have a list of those I'm going to read off. What I have learned, I'm going to read those off. And ultimately, what do I forgive myself for? And I'm going to read those to you today. So without further ado, let's get started with the fun stuff. 
Okay, fun fact number one. I am still reading manuals, and they're very useful. This is true. And uh, yeah, cool. Manuals. It's a thing. Number two, I have given up on determining where and exactly what the right conditions are for Tahoe's taking a dump choices. Yeah, uh, it's really didn't happen without you know close observation and uh, a real continued curiosity over the last 60 days. I, I surrender. I, I don't know. The good news is, is that I can now let Tahoe out the door on his own. I can leave him out there for 10 something minutes without worrying about wild animals killing him or him running off and or getting concerned or staring at the door the whole time. It's been cool watching him run around the yard with a tree branch in his mouth uh, like nobody's watching because really nobody's watching and he's still doing it. So I have so much to learn from him. I can only hope that, you know, he, God willing, he takes a shit while he's out there, but uh, he comes back in when he's Seems like he's at, you know, back to relax mode. He has, and uh, when he isn't, he continues to let me know. So that's the Tahoe conditions. And it's, you know, it's kind of cool because I consider him like third child and it's just like children. You feel good about it when you finally get to kind of boot them out the front door and tell them to go play and, you know, go take care of their business and, you know, come back when you call them and, and, uh, and know that they're going to be okay out there for a while, but, you know, not know exactly, but still do it. So that's been a really delicious experience. Let's see what else. Fun fact. Uh, number four. Let's see. Oh, yeah. This is a cool one. On day 60, I lost access to my studio gear again, right? So, like earlier, um, you know, when I could, I needed to go into town, I lost power and I didn't want to miss the show, you know, especially so early on. Here on day 60, I go out to the garage and go to push in my little punch pin to open the door to pull out my suburban to drive in the snow to go down to the office to do my normal work day. And then, you know, be prepared to drive back, grab my podcast studio gear out of there, come back here tonight, set back up in the evening and uh, do my final show here in the crow's nest, which was the plan. And boom, as, as it were, there was no way to get my Suburban out. There was no way to manually override. I couldn't find the key that is the one way it looks like I can, whether it even works or not, can jigger the thing to open up. So what I learned out of that is that, you know, in this time, and the fun fact is, is that, um, I stayed cool and kept my calm and ultimately asked for help and got it. And a friend of mine, Preston, who you already met and heard on the show, was kind enough to grab my gear. I worked from home and he brought it out, dropped it off, and here we are. Uh, no harm, no foul. And this happened when I came back uh, from my Christmas trip and showed up at the airport and you know, the battery was drained from the cold weather and I got right out and walked on over to a guy that was getting in his car in a hurry and didn't look like he wanted to help anybody. And yet I asked and he's like, well, I haven't slept all night and kind of gave a growl. But then ultimately, you know, it was like, all right, let's do this. And boom, up and running and it was good. So fun facts, you can ask for help and people most likely will give it to you. So very cool. Number five. Let's see, I have remembered how much I admire people who have their shit together and are still authentic versus people who look like they have their shit together. And these couldn't quite make themselves on the other lists here tonight, but they, they deserved a place. So, you know, setting out a, a manifestation tone of, you know, what is this future me, you know, past the pill outside of surrender and not knowing what I don't know and be just being as good as I can be. You know, it's kind of what is the image of good to me? You know, who do I look up to? and who would I like to be more like? And, you know, who would I want to be stuck with in a zombie apocalypse? That's the me that I'm looking for. So uh, there's that. Um, fun facts number six. 
well, doing a daily podcast is challenging. All of them were pretty much daily except for three. And uh, the other three I grouped up in one way or the other where I, you know, picked a night where I'm like, you know what, I'm going to not do tonight. I'm going to stay sober tonight. I'll do the podcast tomorrow with my tomorrow podcast. So I did that about three, maybe four occasions at the most. So just so you know, um, but the rest of them were all on the day, every day. Fun fact, number seven, we're almost done here with the fun facts. I just put a little pain on one of my, can oh, pain, <laughs> funny. Uh, yeah, so I, uh, in the last hour, I was able to actually pull out uh, some paint and put it on a little board and pull out a paintbrush and paint some paint on a canvas. And I did that because uh, when I started this show, there was all these things I said I wanted to do and that I had wanted to do for like 20 something years. And I wanted to do them in frequency, you know, in consistency. And uh, painting was one of those, right? And music was one of those. And reading was one of those. And taking hot baths, I don't know if I made it then, but you know, it was one of those, of the leisure of that and self-care and food and all these things, um, you know, guitar lessons, not just music, but guitar lessons and learning to read music and play music and all the things. And so um, painting, you know, so we slid into home base, got painting in a day 60, doing all the things. All right, number eight. Yeah, we, we covered this a little bit. You know, it's currently snowing, minus nine degrees. We are here in the crow's nest. It is warm. I have a cup of tea. So I think I, I moved this one all the way to the top for the opening. I have notes, all the stuff. So, and fun fact, the last fun fact for tonight is I do have a little ritual. My mom gave me these um, kind of meditation cards long ago. I'm the kind of person that if you look around my house, most of the shit I own is stuff that were gifts to me or meaningful to me that I've collected over many moons and I'm always amazed that they made them through another move. And so this has been a ritual I've done for a long time. And at the meditation table, I kind of give it up and just kind of put myself out there and say, hey, you know, if there's any, you know, thing I should, I should know and learn or pay attention to or meditate on or pray on, um, appreciate you giving me some insight when I pull from the cards. So in the beginning, I would only allow myself for many years, just pick one. Over the time, it was clear that there was a couple in hand that made sense that needed to come out. I could feel it. So tonight I picked two, and it was release and observation. Release and observation. So make sense of that of what you will. Those were the two cards for tonight. All right. Boom. Look at this. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a little puff off my pipe because I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. Fun fact, uh, that it wasn't planned. I get my tobacco from Cigar Bar in Florida. It's a family blend and it's beautiful. I highly recommend it. All right, what I've learned. I think I'm just gonna read these ones right off and just kind of go narrative on them, all right? Best I can. I have learned a lot about myself, but most importantly, our beliefs shape our lives. This is obviously not new information. And that I am personally not a wishy-washy person of any kind. When I'm in, I'm in. What I've learned. Number two. Most of my addictions and need for excess is surely from my pain and grievances and a belief that life is against me and is not fair. It's my way of coping and trying to make something beautiful out of my perceived shit. Number three. I've learned that life is actually experienced, for me at least, as easier when I drink and smoke less, not harder. 
And when I allow good things into my mind and body, while simultaneously feeling hopeful, grateful, and content. Number four, I've learned that one's entire life can change 180 degrees in 60 days. Number five, I've learned that self-discipline and good deeds is likely my best chance of making any positive impact in others, impact to others in my life while alive in the flesh. Number six, I have finally grasped that I am lovable as I am. Number seven, I have learned that I have a lot more to learn. Number eight, I now also grasp that being true to oneself and others isn't hard. It's actually our true nature. Life has somehow perverted that belief for many of us, and we are frankly, often, living a lie. I have learned that I truly do believe in a higher power and that we are all one. I finally prescribe that love is the only savior and promise of a new earth and a livable world. I now also believe that there is more to life than what meets the eye. Number 12. I actually do believe that my future self is thanking me. Number 13. Most epiphanies happen in one's life's stillest moments. And last, number 14. I have learned that pride is a motherfucker. So in order for me to move on in this new life with the new pill taken, new chance, new choice, I have to forgive myself for all the things that held me back from this moment up until now. So now the end of the show and the end of this first season, I will read off what I forgive myself for. I forgive myself for not trusting love more when I had it in hand and in heart. I forgive myself for not being able to provide for my children and my family and my lovers the way I wished I could have. I forgive myself for not having educated myself more over my lifetime. <sighs> so I just had a overwhelming emotional response. I'll continue in a moment. I forgive myself for the times that I have been unfaithful in my relationships and or hurt the ones that I have loved with my thoughts and actions. I forgive myself for not always being at my best. I forgive myself for all the times I unwarrantedly criticized and judged others, which furthermore distanced myself from others and degraded them. I forgive myself for not listening more and speaking less. I forgive myself for missing or not acting on painful cues and clues that had I done so, maybe these people that I love might still be alive today or at least less damaged. I forgive myself for not providing more to my community and more community service than I feel I could have and should have. And I forgive myself for being so hard on myself and therefore emotionally less available for others. Cheers, my friends.
longing for something for too long ultimately turns out to be a bad thing, poison, if you will. There comes a time when we must clench our thirst, but I do recommend we never quit on ourselves a day too soon. Day one. Bottoms up, my friend. Bars open.